0: Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bow, and myself begin a discussion
1: on Holy Communion and its blessings and benefits to the Church. Welcome to Being Lutheran. I'm Pastor Brett Bow, and I have with me Pastor Jason Goodham
0: and Reverend Barry White. <laughs>
1: You got yes.
2: your you got your radio voice just cold coming, going yeah, on. Man. Yeah, man, just
0: kind of coming off of a cold. It's oh. funny. We just finished Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, the post-Easter cold. got yeah. a couple of weeks off. And man, yeah, I think all the adrenaline just kind of left my body. And um, I've been kind of changing the way I eat and trying to exercise a little bit more. And I don't know if it just all came out of me or what. But I feel okay. Mm-hmm. I just, my voice is an octave lower. Right. Uh, seven
2: of the eight years I've been at Faith... I have gotten a cold immediately after Easter, <laughs> and wow, I, really? I, I got a one-day cold. Uh, and so I think the big one's waiting until the semester is done and I'm done handing in my papers. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're, I, you're hanging on. I, yeah, I
0: wonder, you know, because sometimes we kind of run on mm-hmm. adrenaline. Yeah, it's things, a real you know, thing. And, Holy uh, week. Yeah, mm-hmm, and yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. And I, you know, we had such a great Lent series. We went through Isaiah 52 and 53. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. Oh, it was so much. It was beautiful. It really it was meaningful to me, and we had just a really great holy Week and and i, I know i 'm kind of still riding the high of Easter, so um but man i 'm telling you it was just like oh i 'm done oh, drag. yeah <laughs> as soon as as soon
2: as the the tension released there 's a a comic strip I read in high school and college called Stone Soup. I think it 's still in the sunday comics yes. and there's this one scene where the mom, the main female protagonist, and she's a high stress individual and her husband comes up behind her and gives her a back rub. And then she just crumbles to the floor in a pool. And she's like, it was the stress that was holding me together. (laughs) That kind of feels like Holy Week. It's not a complaint, but it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you you kind of look at, you you start on Monday, like, oh yeah, I have three sermons Mm -hmm. and I have three services. and, And, you know, most of our, Congregations don't do Easter vigil if there's Easter vigil and Easter mm-hmm. sunrise. Sometimes you get to four, five, or six services. Yeah, exactly. We right. had Easter. And, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: and then yeah. Friday we um we had a prayer vigil. We opened the church up because there was a vigil praying at the Planned Parenthood in oh. St. Paul. So we mm. opened up our sanctuary mm-hmm. to those who couldn't make it to St. Paul. And oh, um, that's great. Yeah, but I, I was tired. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you know, we do a we do a Good
2: Friday tenebrae service. Yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, the yeah. It's the same. It's my did favorite. I just say you did okay. We, yeah. Totes adorbs. <laughs> oh. But, uh, but oh, stop <laughs> it! Uh, the anyway. tenebrae service <laughs> is my favorite thing we do all year long. Yeah. It's the thing I look for the most, and it's the service that drains me the most. It is oh. so emotional, yeah. Yeah. and I don't know if you mm-hmm. do you darken the sanctuary yep. and take it, yep. and you do the the slapping the altar, yeah, and. This is like that's We have the, a door that slams. Oh, see, I, yep. um, the 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 first church I ever served in any ministry capacity, they had a like a gavel that they would hit the altar with, and I just used my hand on the flat surface of the bare altar, mm. and uh, and that is the emotion, and I, I almost crumble after I do that hmm. every time.
0: Hmm. We we had the altar being stripped while we were reading 50, Isaiah fifty two fifty three, mm-hmm. and then we stood there as thirty three bells rang. You know, in in, you know, for each year that Christ most likely (laughs) walked the face of the earth, but that was, yeah, it was really somber. Mm -hmm. It was a somber moment, and um, I had to find a decent bell. (laughs) I did a sample of, and I didn't want it to be four minutes long. You know, I was, you know, get everybody standing there, but it was good. It was really, it was wonderful, and um, I'm just so thankful. That we do serve a risen Savior that didn't end on Good Friday. And we serve a Savior who is no longer on the cross. And Mm -hmm. that He, uh, the tomb is empty, the cross is empty, and He is our intercessor. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Good Good stuff.
1: Awesome. Yeah, and so we're kind of debriefing here. You know, We've we've also gotten through a long series of episodes on baptism. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're,
2: we're, we're not going to be talking about baptism yeah, today.
1: Yeah, it feels kind of funny. But <laughs> well, we
0: are going to be talking about vocation. Yes, you got, got that yeah. out. Uh, As well. it pertains to another sacrament. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And of the, the series uh, on vocation yeah. is coming. It is yes. coming. So yeah. I don't know if I should bring this up, but you kind of had a little excitement around your church
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of vocation. You know, I was I was I was re-listening to a last couple of episodes. Well yeah, you took some pot shots. Yeah. Well, well you know, I've been re-listening to a few episodes to try to find stuff to post on our we have Twitter by the way feed, yeah. by the way, we have a Facebook page and a Twitter page being Luth Pod. Um if you want to follow us on those platforms. But but anyway, a couple episodes ago you mentioned actually Westboro Baptist yeah. and in passing and uh, my congregation <laughs> in Shakopee, Minnesota, a couple weeks ago actually had a group of protesters from Westboro West Pro Baptist. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I wonder if they so, heard the podcast. Uh, I guarantee they didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, it's it's been good fun. I mean I mean, in the sense of you know, it, it feeds into the the joking of having people call me a heretic and a false teacher, and yeah. so anyway, I, I'm here today, the the heretic. You uh, survived. I Westboro Baptist. Yeah. You antinomian right. pansy. You right. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've been told to uh, repent of my sin and all that, and I agree with that. And I said, Amen. You should Amen, repent of I your hard. sin. <laughs> yeah. But let's not be jerks about oh, it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's Moral a good way stick. to go yeah, around we, ministry. There is a there bad were, way. There were probably about five protesters from Westboro and probably like a dozen counter protesters. Uh, one guy dressed up as Jesus, and danced. yeah, it was it was an interesting um, experience. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, I you know, it, for our congregation, I said, you know, it, this probably won't be the last time we're That's called. That's
0: like a sitcom. I yeah, mean, right. you couldn't even write that,
1: you know? I mean, you, you couldn't uh, have planned uh, right. that. You just, yeah.
0: It's life, and I think those yeah. those moments, you just have to smile. Yeah, You know, not that you're yeah. mocking any particular person, because each person is a valuable soul that Jesus died for. Yeah. But, boy, sometimes we do make fools of ourselves, don't uh, we? Right,
2: yeah. <laughs> the question is, what was it like living in an
0: actual Lutheran
2: satire episode?
1: Oh. You know what? I have to say— the night before that happened, I, I rewatched that Luther satire <laughs> episode, oh, and, boy. and I had running through my head all that morning. You hate you, you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: More uh, inside baseball. Watch yeah, Lutheran satire. Right. One <laughs> other quick programming note before we get too far yes. into the episode: we are now on Spotify. Yes, Uh, there you go. The primary source for most of your podcasting from the Being Lutheran podcast has either been iTunes Mm -hmm. or just subscribing to the RSS feed off of our website. But after some technical difficulties and some haranguing, we are now available on Spotify. And maybe a matter of prayer, but just uh, another update, I did apply uh, to have Being Lutheran included on Pandora's podcast Mm. list, too. Pandora is a little bit more exclusive, uh, they don't take every applicant. They do it based on popularity, okay. and 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 so like if and we, yeah, whatever. If yeah. we eventually get adopted by Pandora, it would be a major step for the podcast. But being on Spotify, I've already had several cheers come my way of people mm-hmm. who oh. get their their digital media that way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's good news. We're we're taking steps forward. We had this last week again was. top three in listening downloads that Mm. we've ever had and we didn't even post an episode last week so uh, really really thank you for supporting us Mm -hmm. and for the word of mouth is working because we don't put a ton of advertising out there and so it's it's an honor to continue on we're 116 episodes in and Mm -hmm. I don't think we have any signs of slowing down right now
0: that's great you two more streaming uh, companies or as Westboro Baptist would say two more (laughs) agents of Satan (laughs) oh my goodness
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes. yes, we're off to a great start this episode. Wow. I <laughs> could be the church lady today with a really low voice. Oh, <laughs> funny! It, Who could it know. be? It, <laughs> it kind of feels like we should just keep going. Just well, have a, a, a random let's, episode let's, of, let's get this. Uh, you know, kind like of detoxifying like episode. Like a disposable one. Where we can is this just kind like of the, talk the, about the random. Cheers things. episode of a show about nothing. Or yeah, yeah, or yeah. yeah, yeah episode? Just don't bring yeah. a baseball. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you brought it up. Oh, right. But I guess. Really, not to keep going on a background stuff, but um, just a little, Jason, just tell us where we're going. You know, we've had a couple of questions of, hey, when are you going to cover this or that? No. Um, we're starting communion today. Um, where are we going from here?
2: Well, this is the first real decision we've had to make in the flow of the content. Remember, we're following... <laughs> article by article through the confessions. And so, even though it looks like it right now, being Lutheran isn't intended to be a podcast about the catechism. It's just the starting point, the logical starting point in the Book of Concord as you're introducing it, you go through the three creeds, which Mm -hmm. we've done, and Mm -hmm. then you go through Luther's small and large catechism, and then we'll be, hopefully, Lord willing, continuing on through the Augsburg Confession and Apology and into the small called articles and into the formula. But right now, 20 years from now. Uh, yeah, 20. Well, at the pace we're currently going, uh, but right now is the first real decisive break uh, mm-hmm. that we're confronted with. If we were to follow the pattern of the small catechism, uh, we would be starting a series on confession and absolution. Because right. in Luther's small catechism, he kind of shoehorns confession in between baptism and the Lord's Supper. Because again, Luther includes confession and absolution. Under baptism, Mm -hmm. if we go into the two sacramental system that historic Lutheranism falls in. Now, there's been a push lately for uh, three Hmm. sacraments where absolution is the third sacrament. Hmm. But from Luther's theological perspective, Absolution is the daily application of our baptism where we're daily receiving the forgiveness of sins. And so mm-hmm. that would be one direction. We, however, are following the pattern of the large catechism. Large catechism. And in the large Your catechism, book ever besides yes, the Bible. And not only my favorite book ever besides the Bible, but I also think the most important book ever mm-hmm. written after the Bible. Um, as far as, you know, just theologically grounding us and, and applying the gospel to the readers there. Yeah. But we're following the large catechism, in which case Luther moves directly from baptism to the sacrament yep. of the altar. Yep. And just yep. to maintain the continuity, because I've been using in the material, the large catechism as the commentary on the small catechism. And so it helps make kind of a more logical flow to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're going to do... It looks like at least a 12-part series mm-hmm. on communion as compared to the 16-part series up. we just had yeah. baptism. baptism. <laughs> so we're warning you right now. Yeah. Uh, then we will do a uh, series uh, on confession and absolution, mm-hmm. and then we'll follow that up and we'll close out the catechisms with a very lengthy and very extensive series on vocation yes. using the table of duties as our launching point. And we will be, uh, I will also tell you, we will be not staying exclusive to the Catechism content on that. I want to do very thorough series on vocation. We'll be doing a lot of Gene Veith stuff and that a lot of talking on cool the nature you of vocation. The, oh, like I, 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 I know people who know people who know him. So. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to see. But yeah, we've got some exciting things coming up and, you know, it's a transition period for the material, but we'll have fun with Communion um the reason why communion's going to end up being a little bit shorter is just that the the scripture passages that talk about communion are mm-hmm. a lot more concentrated right. there uh y- if we were to kind of try to mirror baptism a little bit, we'd be kind of stepping over into the realm of allegory Mm -hmm. and overly symbolic literature. And so we're still going to do an Old Testament series on communion. Mm -hmm. We're still going to do a New Testament series on communion. We're still going to maintain the focus. As is our custom. Yeah, as is our custom. (laughs) Well, we are primarily driven by the content of the Lutheran confessions, but we still want to maintain that we have an exegetical podcast. Everything we teach needs to be drawn from scripture.
1: Thanks for saying that. I I think it's good to remind our listeners of that of of what we're what we're doing. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 worth kind of giving an update.
2: Uh we we've twelve minutes into the episode now <laughs> and we've kind of got a, a state of the podcast <laughs> yeah, address right. going what on. What else do you want to talk about today, guys? <laughs> well I think eight minutes, you know, eight to ten minutes is Get a good time to intro yeah. the Sacrament of the altar. We can right. address uh the words of Institution Luther's first um mm-hmm. Kind of question. It, it's the small catechism content is structured very similarly to baptism, where Luther mm-hmm. asks his four questions. questions There's yep. the four parts. So we'll we'll be focusing on that, and we'll kind of just uh, spend yeah. some time on that. And then you know, the next time we record four episodes into this series, uh, Lord willing, we'll be bringing a special guest mm-hmm. uh, into the studio with us and uh, spending some time with that person too. Awesome. Sounds good. Well,
0: so as yeah, you as ahead. you guys. Um, have the privilege and blessing as I do to, um, I don't know, just participate in this wonderful means of grace. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. we have communion at our early service every week, which mm-hmm. is, is a blessing. What do you think are some of uh, maybe the, the biggest issues that churches face in regard to this? Maybe... Yeah not just within Lutheranism, but things that would be addressed through this study. Like what are mm-hmm. some of the key things that are the most important things to clarify? Yeah.
2: Well, Good. so the, the first and most important thing from our perspective is the distinction between beliefs of Lutherans and other Protestants yeah, with right. the words of institution. Right. And so the nature of the sacrament itself... Is, uh, means, is. Is, means, is, is the Lutheran reflex there. Um, we, we've got, you know, what is, how... Is Christ's body and blood present in the sacrament? And so you have the Calvinist kind of Zwinglian understanding of a symbolic Mm -hmm. or spiritual presence uh, where Christ's body and blood are actually in heaven, but spiritually united with the physical elements. Uh, You have the Roman Catholic transubstantiation Mm -hmm. where... Uh, Christ's body and blood, and yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, where the actual elements of communion physically transform into the body and blood yeah. of Christ, like the nature of the earthly elements yeah. changes. Right. Yep. And then the Lutheran position, what some people call the middling position, which it is not, mm-hmm. is not consubstantiation, mm-hmm. which isn't even really a thing. You can't even explain what consubstantiation is because either the body and blood of Christ take over or they don't. It's not the halfway mm-hmm. are there. The w- the Lutheran position is what we call real presence. Mm-hmm. And it's that yeah. th- the body and blood of Christ are really there, yeah. that you physically, with your mouth, ingest the body and blood of Christ, but not in a, the Lutheran confessions call it in a crass, Capernaetic mm-hmm. way where you are tearing Christ's flesh with your teeth. Yeah, yeah um, right,
0: right. One thing I think that people fail to maybe connect, and I did mm-hmm. early on um, in my my biblical studies, is how the biblical um, doctrine of the two natures of Christ mm-hmm. play into your belief system, especially Calvinist Zwingli. Um, mm-hmm. that you know, we believe that the human aspect of Christ, the human nature of Christ has communication now and can be in multiple places mm-hmm. at, at multiple mm-hmm. times, whereas a Calvinist would say, no, the body has to be only in one place at one time, mm-hmm. restricting that, and how that really has a lot to do with how you interpret communion and Christ's mm-hmm. presence in communion. Yeah.
2: Well, and in the, in the Calvinist reflex to this, and I'm gonna butcher this quote, and to our Calvinist listeners... Thank you for being patient with me on this. But it's something like the material cannot hold the eternal. I can't remember the exact phrasing of that quote, hmm. but it's, it's, it's the belief that the body or the bread and wine cannot contain the body and blood of Christ because, mm-hmm. of, because of their emphasis on the divine nature of Christ. Yeah. And so there's some, there's hopefully... Our, our goal, first of all, is to not take pot shots, yeah. unwarranted pot right, shots. Right. and Come with uh, a
1: sense of humility.
2: Come and, with a yeah. sense of humility and to clarify the differences. Again, mm-hmm. at the end of this series, what we really want is that you're able to walk away with a sense of what the Lutherans actually believe. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. by that, you can measure it. And if you yeah. disagree yeah. with us, you know, do so humbly. And according to what your interpretation of scripture Mm -hmm. is, and if we've convinced you, praise God. Mm -hmm. Um, The Lutheran perspective, uh, one of the things I think Lutherans don't emphasize enough, uh, at least in our circles, Mm -hmm. is that not only are you receiving the forgiveness of sins in Mm -hmm. the sacrament, but the sacrament's also creating unity. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so we're going to cover topics of theological unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will address, you know, to keep going on your question, looks like this is going to be as introductory as possible this episode. <laughs> we uh, haven't even read yeah, the catechism. For, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, uh, we're going to look at uh, issues of closed communion. Uh, we're going to look at close, close communion. <laughs> uh, we will address um, mm-hmm. our beliefs on... You know the, the Protestant inclusion of grape juice during communion and the implications that that has had on things. Mm-hmm. And um, you know there'll be a lot of distinctions. You know our guest. I'm super excited uh, when we bring this person in. It's Pope Francis, if you wanted to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get we we'll get the actual Roman Catholic view yeah, from the Frank, horse's mouth. Frank, yeah, we'll have Frank Frank the hippie, Frank the hippie Pope in. With, <laughs> no. Uh, but it it's this is for too long and and this is it's not a product of the twitter facebook era but it's been exacerbated by the twitter facebook is that we have been unwilling and unable to talk about our differences in mm-hmm. a matter uh, as a matter of Christian unity mm-hmm. and Christian brotherhood, you know there, there are several levels of unity in the church. Mm-hmm. The first is that we are united with all those who believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and mm-hmm. his dissatisfaction, and then you have your different denominational beliefs and then you have your even your different distinctives among Lutherans themselves yeah. and, and we think <clears throat> it 's going to be a valuable discussion for us to sit down and talk about what we disagree with mm-hmm. people, but the reasons why we disagree and try to be fair and put the best construction on things. And so we hope it's a, a beneficial mm-hmm. sort of experience for all of us. And we hope we all learn from it. Yeah. Amen. Well, Brian, do you have a brace? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're three minutes away from closing the episode. Did yeah. I, are are those the main ideas you were looking for with your question, Brian? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, a, I I mean,
0: mm-hmm. it's interesting how, um, when, Mm-hmm. Several. I've served three parishes at this point. And um, the first parish, there were uh, people coming in from other Lutheran denominations. And it was interesting some of the things that people didn't realize yeah. about, about yep. communion. Right. Uh, then I've had people come in from other denominations, some of them even Roman Catholic. And um, there's this perception, I think, from... I would say for some Protestants and, and some even Catholic that we basically believe in transubstantiation mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or a mild form of it, you know? Yeah. And um, when you kind of get down to the, the details of it, we would say, well, no, mm-hmm. you know. Um, But then at the same time, um, you know, really wrestling with, well, is it symbolic? Is it? not yeah, symbolic right. and, and wrestling with that too, because I know a lot of our, our Baptist brothers and sisters and other denominations
1: would, mm-hmm. would describe that it's just purely symbolic. right? Yep. Um, and that was what I was going to add to that conversation too, is for me, a lot of the people I've worked with, um, that's, that's a hard hoop to jump through when people come from the symbolic view mm-hmm. of the Lord's Supper. It, it always feels like after I'm done talking with it, either... They're either I didn't teach it clearly enough, or they're just completely rejecting it. Yeah, maybe more the rejecting it. It's it's
2: interesting. Uh, I've known and talked to multiple people who have uh, come into the Lutheran Church from other Christian denominations, and almost unanimously, almost unanimously, the confession has been the 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 last hurdle for them to overcome before they became Lutherans was our doctrine of the Lord's Supper. It's hmm. interesting, and uh, it's you know it's. Probably nine, eight or nine out of ten people mm-hmm. that that's the issue, and and I think part of that is due to Lutherans. We don't even either talk about it in correct ways, mm-hmm. or we don't talk about it enough. This is one of those areas of the Catechism that we just chalk up to Confirmation. Yeah, right. And there's not a lot of pastors who are regularly teaching about Holy Communion in their yeah. congregations, and, and it's to our detriment that that's happened. I will also say that if you're coming. uh into this podcast or, or you're researching Lutheran theology and you don't have a background uh, in Lutheran lingo, get used to the words in, with, and under. <laughs> They're going to come up a lot. And that is the, uh-huh. that is the, the best way that we can describe yeah. Christ's presence uh, in the sacrament is that the body and blood of Christ are present in, with,
0: and mm-hmm. under the bread yeah. and wine of communion. And this is where we could learn a little bit from our our Orthodox brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. where it is a, mis- it is mystery. a mystery. It is You're a mystery. Right? Yeah, and, there's. Uh, I think mm-hmm. there's a, a beauty in that, but yet we also need to look at scripture and mm-hmm. what, what did Jesus say and what was his intention to yeah. his original audience and to right. us. So.
2: Yeah, there will be times when our study will not be intellectually satisfying because yeah. we just chalk it up to mystery, mm-hmm. say we only go as far as scripture lets us <laughs> go and then yeah. we leave it alone <laughs> after yeah, that. Right,
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, good. I, th- I think this is going to be a good series, and I think we're at the point where we should probably wrap up this yeah. episode. And yeah. Great discussion um, of yeah, communion. Right. Next week, we're talking Next. about confession and absolution. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. I have a verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, which seemed appropriate. Yeah. Good. For I received from the Lord what also I delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat of the bread and drink of the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at bemusulm.com. Also, invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as Pastor Jason, Pastor Brett, and myself continue our discussion on Holy Communion. God bless you and have a great week.